0: Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host Gianna and special thank you to our sponsor VA, for connecting me today with Jerry. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, and thanks for the opportunity to be on it. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, we're super excited to get to know you, Jerry. And I guess the best place to start is right at the beginning. So who are you? Where are you from? How'd you find yourself in real estate?
2: Well, my name's Jerry Bola. I was uh, born and raised in Victoria, BC in Canada. Uh, Lived here for like 16 years. Moved away. Moved away to Williams Lake. I had a I was had to go there for a year. I got in trouble as a kid and uh, spent a year away and then and never came back, stayed there for 16 years. And then uh, I worked in a sawmill up there, doing just about anything you can think of, driving machinery, man, whatever for 16 years. I did that from when I was 16. I didn't really finish schooling. I, mean, I think I made it to grade 10, maybe grade 10. Well, I went to grade 10 anyhow. I'm part of grade 11. Then I came. To, I came back to Victoria. Uh, Dad was getting older; he was moving on in life. So we thought I thought better come down and visit him before he passes. And then uh, I worked at the jail for about eight years, nine years or so, ten years as a, as a corrections guard. And then uh, got into real estate. Well, I got pushed out of corrections, right? But that's a long story. <laughs> I don't think you have enough time. It would take a couple hours. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and plus I think I'd get in trouble if I told you some of the stories we did there.
1: No, yeah, no, that's, that's a crazy story. You know, I think yeah. anybody that ends up in real estate, that was never their initial plan. Right. So, um, a unique story and getting into it. And how did you cross paths with the EXP Jerry? Was it your first brokerage or were you recruited? How did that go?
2: No, actually I've been in, I've been in real estate for about 20 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can say names here. Phil Hahn.
1: Yeah.
2: Look, look, we're good friends anyhow. And when he first took off to, when he was going to open up the EXP or get involved in it, he told me that, you know, I should switch over. But I was being pretty loyal to my company that I was with. I'd been there, well, I think i worked for a Sutton Group for a couple of years. And then I, I worked for another company, Pemberton Homes, for about 17, 17 years or whatever, 18. I just felt more loyalty to that than to leave. But then... You know, he's, he told me the benefits of it, told me in the end that he goes, the only thing you're going to regret is that you didn't come over earlier.
1: Yep. I hear and that you, all the time. And I you wish know I done it sooner.
2: yeah. And he's exactly right. Uh, when I, 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 was, it was here for about maybe two or three years. And the only thing now I regret is that I should have came over earlier,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but whatever. It's still, it's still okay.
1: Yeah. I still,
2: I still got a few years left.
1: Absolutely. Well, now that you're over here, Jerry, what do you like about EXP? They've got stock options, rev share, uh, collaboration. What really keeps you at EXP? Uh,
2: I think it's more the stock options. I mean, it's about the only thing that got me interested in it. I don't know about the rest of the stuff. I'm not a recruiter. I don't go out and, you know, beg people to join me. Uh, Maybe one day soon, I'll probably start organizing a team. I have a few people that are going to be on it right away. But I wanted to prove myself first when I got, when I came over to EXP uh, to hit Icon. That was the first goal. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, I would think it would be hard to get people to come here and then, or recruit them. And meanwhile, you haven't done anything. Right. I think you gotta, you gotta prove yourself first. Even though I've been in the business, I've I've made my name in real estate, I believe anyhow, but I had to redo it again. But it wasn't that hard. Icon's not a big target to hit, I don't believe.
1: Really? Okay. Awesome. Well, Jerry, you know, before we get into Icon and the production and everything else that comes with it, I want to know a little more about you. So being a real estate agent, it gets busy and, you know, uh, you don't really have days off. So how do you take care of yourself? How do you make sure that you're not on burnout mode all the time?
2: Well, for me, I, I, I try to work out in the morning. I run a, I run a martial, I used to run a martial arts school. So when, when COVID hit, I shut it down. So I was teaching, I'd always take my time out and go teach at night. So, but when COVID hit the, you know, where I, the facility I was at, I was, at, I was at that, I was at a Sikh temple and they wanted to shut it down for a while. So it was fine by me. I shut it down and now I kind of organized my own gym at my own place. So not quite finish it, but some of my old members have already started coming back. So if I, I start work, when I get up in the morning, I start from about six o'clock till seven, I work out then my day starts. And then okay. by eight o'clock, eight o'clock I should be out the door. We work for, we work for a government group also doing renovations. Mm-hmm. So my son runs that, and I help him out. So we got our hands in that business at the same time.
1: Stay pretty busy over there, you
2: guys. Well, the I think the construction kind of helps you out with your real estate. I mean, I know, I mean, I know when we were taught when we came through the courses that you let the buyers do whatever they have to. Don't take the onus, responsibilities on them. But we know when you get used to it, like the, the sellers or buyers are always asking about renovation questions. And sometimes they make up numbers like a kitchen will cost them 30000 40000 Meanwhile, you know that it's not even going to cost half that or the repairs on that or they're looking, for, they're looking for people to build for them or to fix things. So for me, we, we got our construction company. So we're, we're fortunate on that part. So that helps out quite a bit.
1: Absolutely. That's incredible. And Jerry, you know, are you ready to talk about the Icon Award a little bit? Sure. Okay. Yeah? Awesome. So you are up in Canada. So, in your specific market, about how many houses do you have to hit to hit Icon? Sell, yeah. I guess,
2: to hit Icon. I don't know. I, I don't know the numbers that well. I just, I ask Phil every so often, I like, go, well, how close am I? He'd say, you're like so many, so many away. But I know you got to hit. Like you got to do 16,000, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that means if they take 20% of your checks, you got to hit 80,000. Mm-hmm. Over in Canada, you know, that's probably 10 plus maybe 10 deals or so. Cause the commissions are like the deals, the deals here, the houses have gone up quite a bit. So an average home could be, you know, a million dollars easy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
2: average is about six, 700, even condos are 500.
1: Wow. Yeah, well, not everybody knows their numbers, so don't feel bad that.
2: Well, the numbers you know. are okay. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know those. I think you have to do about 30, 40 deals. Yeah. 30, 40 deals, maybe. I don't know. I, I can do that on a, you know, I mean, as long as luck is on my side, I usually do 40, 50 deals by myself.
1: Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, when it comes to iconing, it's a little more than just the production alone. It's all about, you know, your cultural commitment as well. And you can be a coach, a mentor. You can teach in EXP world. You can vet other icons. So, Jerry, what avenue do you take with that?
2: Well, I haven't started any of that. I've been involved in, <laughs> I to be honest, I just, I just got a few people that we just kind of work together and that's it. And
1: mm-hmm.
2: we don't like I, I honestly don't do any marketing at all. I do nothing on Facebook, I do nothing on Instagram, uh, whichever other ones are out there to market. I do, I, I don't take any pictures of my houses that I sell. I don't put them on the internet. I just, I've been involved in the community in Victoria for quite a long time, so I run on that. I do a little bit outdoor advertising. Sure. And I think that's, I, I did bus stop shelters. You know, it, it's, it's uh, I think it's like three feet by eight feet high. I did that for the long. I started that when I first started, and at that time, when I first started, nobody actually even put pictures on signs.
1: Wow! I'm not that
2: old, but but the people didn't have their face on their on their billboard signs. So I was told not to do it because people will draw pictures on. Oh. On your face, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I did it anyhow,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it, it worked out okay for me. Because everybody thought of me as the bus stop guy, right? They'd always say, "Hey, I seen your picture before."
1: Yeah, nobody was drawing mustaches or anything
2: bad. Oh, or- they did that and more. <laughs> <laughs> and then people would look at it when they draw. They draw a picture on there. People look over to see what kind of picture it is. Mm-hmm. So for me, marketing, I just I just had my face, and I had my you know uh, I had a slogan, "Number One Service Realtor," and then uh, I had my phone number. That's it. I didn't put any kind of MLS award winners and. And my biography on there because, technically, people are only going to turn their head maybe twenty degrees and look for a split second. Unless yeah. you're on a stop sign, they're not going to look and turn their head and keep looking. They're going to see your face and name, and that's it. Yeah, they don't even care where you were. They just see your name and face.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, that, that's a good point. And Jerry, you know, the Icon Award actually comes with a lot of benefits. You can you have the opportunity to earn your cap back in stock and. Uh, you know go to expcon and shareholders pretty much for free so and not to mention the big glass shiny trophy so <laughs> see that
2: I was wondering who the hell sent me a package <laughs> oh sorry I shouldn't be sorry but I don't order nothing on Amazon or anything right so, uh-huh. I, so I was thinking someone I thought the kids had ordered something because every something always comes every day right right so I thought okay what's well, addressed to me right mm-hmm. maybe it's uh you know, being in real estate construction, someone's always trying to sue you, right? So I thought, well, what the hell? Is it a package? I thought it was too big to be a summons or anything like that. Or, you know, when I opened it up, I was thinking, hey, it looked pretty nice. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really sweet trophy. Is that, yeah. has that been your favorite part of the icon award or what is, what's your favorite
2: part? Well, that, I mean, that was a yeah, nice icon it. next year. Yeah, nice to get it for recognition. But, you know, I mean, the good thing was, all the money that you paid, the sixteen thousand that you gave you, uh, to EXP, they give it back to you. Mm-hmm. So you can't go wrong. I mean, they give it to you in stock. I mean, I, I know you can't get it for a couple of years here. There, but they give you some right away, but that's pretty good. I mean, a person only has to really work at it like five years. I mm-hmm. hit icon every time, and you know, and what they take from you, like you can easily walk away with probably three to four hundred, or maybe even half a mil. Yeah. Like why I, I, what I don't understand is why people don't do it anyhow.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: I mean, I know, I know, I know why I didn't at the beginning. Cause I had more loyalty. You just have to get past that part. Right. And then you have to get, you have to start thinking about yourself.
1: Yeah. And like, let's talk about that, Jerry. We'll skip over my next question for just a minute. And that's typically my last question on the podcast is, you know, for people that are on the edge, they see the greener grass at EXP and they're nervous about making the move. They have that sense of loyalty you know, what's some advice you have for them for making the jump?
2: Well, I mean, here, a lot of people were talking that, oh, it's, uh, it's it's a, it's a, what do you call that kind of scheme, a pyramid scheme and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, my philosophy on that is forget about where I was working for, but the owner's name would be at the top of that pyramid. Well, then underneath those two squares would be the owner again, both in both names and under there four more would be him. So the owner of that company is getting all of it. Right. So if it if it is even even considered that, at least we're making money. Like at least EXP is sharing their money back. How they're making money sometimes is beyond me. Right? Like, I mean, they give quite a bit back. So I'm thinking, well, how are they actually making money? Who's the... So, but, but that's a good thing. People just have to get past that part, you know, the loyalty part. They got to start thinking about themselves, the retirement. I've seen too many realtors work till they're like 70, 75, because we have no pension, no one ever thought. Like when I worked at the IWA, I was I was with I was involved in the union like lots. So there, they took care. Of, you know, they, they they had a pension plan, everything. Like I mean, I guess if we had a union here, you know, they could take so many so much off for dues and then have a pension plan made for you. But no one wants to do that, right? I mean, I guess the people at the board have taken care of themselves. If I was to look into it properly, they probably have a pension plan. But we, the ones that support them and give it to them, we don't. So, so a person has to think about himself. So I'm like, I, I turned 60, so I don't have that many more years that I really want to do it. Like I've done my time. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, I've served my sentence, <laughs> but I figure another five years I can, you know, I can, I'll hit icon for five more years. And my shares, the shares I get will be the money that I make out of there. Will just be for the grandchildren yeah that'll be their kind of spending money i mean i've got enough uh properties that i bought along the way that they're good investment property so I don't, i'm don't. i not worried about my retirement but i've seen a lot of people they can't retire because they have nothing mm-hmm. and i don't want to be stuck and i would now with exp you know and you can see more and me- more and more people joining all the time and even in victoria like either you know, I, I, I think they're getting to be one of the bigger companies so that's just a matter of the last couple of years
1: absolutely no
2: there's, there's more to offer it's mm-hmm. people put their nose up and think I'm not going over there the ones that actually do do a lot of deals they should be the first ones over and say you know screw you guys I'm on my way if you can match it then I'll stay but they can't match it
1: right now the brokerage is giving you the opportunity to earn your cap back
2: well you get it like a like I got that sixteen thousand back. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have never got that from my regular company. In fact, I pay more than that in a year. Mm-hmm. So I got all that back. And then when I hit icon, I believe your DLN fee. I mean, the, the company's gotta still make money off DLN fees, but our DLN fee is cheaper than most. It's only like a couple hundred bucks. Right. And then what they do then is when you hit icon, they take it down to like fifty bucks or I, I forget what the number was. I don't I, I don't even I don't even look at what they for deductions they give me. I just see how much I get at the end of the day for the paycheck. Mm -hmm. That's good enough.
1: Absolutely. No, that's totally fair. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about making the jump, if you put out a pros and cons list, you know, the classic pros and cons, look at the numbers, they talk for themselves.
2: There's more money in our pocket at the end of the day. Right. And that's why I always tell people I go as long as it doesn't matter what deal you do. If you did a, if you did a trailer or whatever, people sometimes say, we don't do trailers and, we don't do uh, mobiles or whatever. As long as it puts money at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. There's more than what you started with. And that person there is probably going to know somebody else that may refer you to someone. So you never know.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. you're absolutely right,
2: Jerry. So, so with the EXP, it puts more money back in my pocket.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't have
2: to do anything. Like, I just do what I do.
1: Right.
2: And I walk away with more money. Right, and it's a win-win, right? It's not all about money. I mean, that's obvious. We work for our clients, and our clients actually put us where we are. Without my clients, I wouldn't have—I wouldn't have the icon, mm-hmm. right? But I give them a good service. I got more knowledge than most. I mean, I'm not—I'm not being conceited, right? Right.
1: No, it makes. <laughs> but <sense>. I am.
2: <laughs> but I do have more knowledge than most when it comes to construction. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I got my crew. We can build right from the ground up. So. That helps when a person is going to go buy a rental or when I'm going to buy a rental for someone to buy so they can flip it. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So our guys, at least I can go in and say, well, this is going to be a rough, rough amount. Mm -hmm. This is what it's going to cost to build it out. And then, you know, we'll sell it for so much when it flips. Right. And
1: Jerry, you know, when it comes to iconing earlier, you said, you know, it's not it's not. Outrageous. It's not an outrageous goal to reach, right? It's very obtainable. And so if a rookie were to come to you in kind of a mentorship aspect, right? They're with EXP. Maybe they're in your downline. Who knows? Um, but they're all set. but They haven't even written an offer letter yet. And they come to you and they're like, Jerry, I want to icon my first year. Is that obtainable? What are some you know, areas that maybe you came close to failing at reaching icon in the past for them to avoid? What are some goals to set out? How do they reach that?
2: I, you know what? I started, I started in January. I mean, mind you, I had a, I had a backing anyhow, but mm-hmm. you don't have that rollover. Like in, in December, November, December, you roll over into January and you got, you know, your January is, you know, three, four deals or whatever, or, and it, and it carries you, you know, you make your 50, 60 grand or whatever. So it, 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 you get set for it. You're okay. But when you start fresh, your rollover is not for another month and a half, two months. So when I started in January, my, 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 uh, deductions like you know for exp didn't start to like end of february right so then it's then now you only got like nine months left to go so you know it makes it tougher that's not what you want to shoot for because you don't want to take away the business on your clients just to force a deal mm-hmm. just to make a certain number so you still got to service your clients if that makes any sense
1: no absolutely
2: yeah because no. your clients always come first
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and then the, for, for me the icon is just a bonus and I mean for their for for their what their numbers they want it's not that hard but for a beginner yes I think a beginner can hit it second year for sure because I know nothing like not that I shouldn't say that I'm when it comes to it I'm lazy I don't care about Facebook I don't care about the rest of the stuff mm-hmm. maybe old school I know how to get on the computer I know how to do my contracts I'm not into doing CMAs. In fact, I don't even do CMAs when I go. Yeah. In, in, when I go to someone's house, I'll go there and I can almost get the person that did a CMA before me. They'll, they'll show me whose it was. Because uh-huh. my idea is I'll always go look at a place and I'll tell them, I go, now I'll go home and do a CMA. Because most people will go with the intent that they know how much your house is going to sell for before they get there. Right. That's kinda hard. I will tell the seller that's hard to do that unless you see your house first. Mm-hmm. whether it's brand new or you, it could be beat up or whatever. So I score points that way. Not I mm-hmm. have the gift to talk to, right? Right. So I think you got to be a people person in this business. If not, you're not going to make it.
1: It's just as much the relationship management as it is actually selling homes.
2: Exactly, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, but,
2: I, I, but I do believe it, that a, a, a person starting out can do it, but they got to have a goal you mm-hmm. can't expect just because they got the real estate license, people got to knock on their door and say, Hey, Hey, I heard you are a realtor, Jerry. I'm going to give you business. That's not how it works. Right. You know, they, they have to know you. And like I said, I was fortunate. I was, you know, I've, I worked in corrections. My first deal was the, I used to work the nut board when mm-hmm. I was on. sorry, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, uh, we worked a special handling unit. you uh-huh. know. Brian, Kangas, we, like, like it was it was good. We worked there together. Together. Mm-hmm. And, and my first deal was so right. So yeah. so you so it, it does make a difference who you know and where you work and all the people you associate yourself with. Absolutely. I was a member on the 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 Sikh temple for years and years, probably off and on, like the president, vice president, probably like 15 years or so. So a lot of my clients came from there right away Mm -hmm. starting was as soon as I got my license, I didn't get my license and then go that way. I was just lucky enough to do all that stuff first. And then I ran my martial arts school and then I had members from there. So I was, I just, I just got people that were always that I knew. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have to do any more marketing than my bus stop shelter.
1: Right. No, that's incredible. It's been, uh, you know, interesting to see how your story has unfolded Jerry and, Um, you know, like you said, you just kind of put your nose down and, uh, hit the grindstone and you're a people person and it's more than selling homes. And, um, I like that you're open to, you know, a lot of people stick their noses up and they're like, well, I'm not selling a mobile home right now, but that's more money. Like you're doing your job at the end of the day. You know, you're helping people out.
2: doesn't matter. As long as you make money at the end of the day, it's more than you started with. Mm -hmm. Some people just can't be bothered. I know. I know that because when I sold my first one, that lady ended up buying a, no, it was a townhouse she owned. And it was under when I first started. It was like prices were really low, like three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand was like a brand new home. Yeah. Hers was a townhouse, it was under a hundred. And the realtor had actually made her go to her place, catch a bus, and make her go to her his house, sign the contract, and, and she got, got a bus back home.
1: Wow! So
2: when it didn't sell, she phoned me, mm-hmm. and then he said, "Well, we can relist it, but you're gonna have to." He wanted the same system. She goes, "She she phoned because she had friends and I that that." She knew me, right? Uh-huh. So I go, and she phones me, and she goes, well, I can catch a bus. She goes, I can come over to your place and get you to sign the contract, listing contract. And I go, no, I don't think so. I need to first look at your house. Why don't I come over there first? She goes, well, okay. And that's when she told me, well, this is what happened last time. I go, well, I do things different. Don't worry about it. I'll come over that way. So you get to know how some people do their work. And then from that moment on, then she bought a house.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She sold She sold that when She bought a house. And then she sold, it was a small ranch. And then she bought a bigger house out of that So if I hadn't have, I wouldn't have got those other two deals and about half a dozen of her friends. Right. And then I sold it again because she moved to Vancouver.
1: Right. And like making up for, you know, that that bad experience she had the first time that sparked some referrals and um, it worked out good for you.
2: It's been a referral business for me for the last, I'd say, at least 10 years.
1: And people have a hard time making it to that point. So congratulations on that, Jerry. That's a huge accomplishment and milestone in your career.
2: Well, like I said, I will run a team but I, I think what I want to do is I just want people that are interested in only doing like hitting the icon. Right. But that's all I want. I just want people that are, you know, they want to be aggressive. They want to make some money and they got to have a little bit of principle behind them and that's it. And then everybody goes to work. right? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I'll, I'll have to learn how to do some marketing now.
1: Hey, I think Exp probably has trillions of hours on tr- of training absolutely. on that online, so they do. They uh, do. They, which I'm you have free that. access to, right? So yeah, that's I
2: awesome. They actually they do have the best system in the cloud. I, I totally agree with that. I'm just not a cloud person. I get that. Right? I don't. I haven't haven't gone to any of the meetings yet, but I should. But I'm gonna have <laughs> to, or or I'll hire someone to do it for me.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. The
2: marketing, right?
1: With that money that you're saving on uh, getting your cap back.
2: Yeah, I mean yeah. you can hire
1: a personal assistant, a fleet of marketing VAs, whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, you know, EXP provides you that opportunity. Now.
2: That, you make you make bonuses out of there too, right? So yeah. You know, they'll send a thing saying you got bonus shares. I've never looked on there. Yeah. Actually, I I phoned Phil the other day and I go, Hey Phil, can you can you give me the uh website or whatever address it is? I can see how many shares I got. He kind of chuckled, and goes, Usually people only ask that when they're quitting. I go, Well, I'm not quitting. <laughs> I, go, I just want to see where it's at, or you know, yeah, see, just you know, curious. Like, see it's kind of curious what I got after one year because I want to use those numbers and then go to other people and say, okay, this is what I got one year.
1: Oh yeah, like, yes, what
2: did you get sense. from your company?
1: Yeah, nothing.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you might get a mug at the end of the year, or a, a pen, or a little coaster with the with the name of the company on it. A nice plaque. With yeah, no you're your lucky. Maybe you a plaque. I throw a lot, you know, that's immaterial to me. I, Mm -hmm. I just throw them out. I don't, not that I throw them out. I just, I don't hang them up.
1: Yeah. They're paperweights. Not even that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jerry, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. We're coming up on uh, a little over 25 minutes here. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with today as we wrap it up? Uh,
2: Not really. I don't, Uh, I mean, like for me, I guess, for me, how I, how I got the confidence in doing all this is, is through my martial arts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I think when I first, when I was a youngster, I was just like, I wasn't very, like, I wasn't outgoing that much. I was kind of, you know, quiet, didn't say much. But when I started doing the martial arts, even then I quit. After a couple of weeks, I quit. but It was my neighbor, Hal Lipscomb, that got me to come back. And then I took to it. And then my instructor, you know, I, he knew I liked it a lot. So he gave me a lot of private lessons. And he, this guy was awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I stayed with it. I, I started teaching probably after about three years. I'd probably been teaching now close to 40 years. Wow. I even got a program of my own. <laughs> That's why I guess i could kind of sneaking in here, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I got a program I sell on uh, Amazon. It's called Martial Art Extreme.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's a it's at home training program, so if people want to work out. They can do it at home. They don't really have to go to the gym. But what I'm trying to say is that I built my confidence up from the martial art world.
1: That's awesome.
2: I think I would have had it if I hadn't have done that. Mm-hmm. So I think you know when people do that physical training or stuff like that, it gives them confidence. And I yeah. think that's where all mine came from.
1: Absolutely, I agree with you, and it contributes to that you know work life balance that you know, we all should be chasing. Does it, does the perfect work life balance exist? No, but you know, there should be times where you take care of yourself and if you can do it from home, that's great.
2: Well, you were saying that at the beginning, but that's what you need. Like you still need that little bit of physical fitness, I believe to stay there. You gotta, Mm -hmm. you know, I get up in the morning, my days are easier now. Right. So I'm not really worried about it. So I get up in the morning now that I've got the gym all set up. Um, I'll I'll work out for the, like for the hour right now, it's just with my kids and a couple of people from my students that came back. And then at lunch, I'll come back. Uh, I feed my mom at lunch.
0: Mm-hmm. I feed her in the
2: morning, then I feed her at lunch. And then uh, I'll work out for say half hour on the weights. I haven't done weights for like probably ten years, yeah. and I used to do that lots. And then at nighttime, I'll do freestyle. I'll just do skill development. So now I've never done that for years and years. So now, now I got that time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you and know, suffer. you're putting you it in on yourself, and it's yeah.
2: incredible you can make that time because your work is your work but you can work around it you don't. Know, you know like i mean i got a bunch of showings this afternoon but i won't have it at eight o'clock at night
1: right absolutely
2: uh, I'll, I'll do my skill development at that time lunch hour i go home you know like i said feed my mom and then i'll work out real quick then hit the hit the road again yeah that's
1: awesome jerry and i think you you have shared so much wisdom about you know this this work life balance and having to take care of yourself and putting in the time and um you know if you just kind of put your nose to the grindstone and do what you do best and work with people um you know sex, success will kind of just come to you naturally
2: it's i always tell people don't worry about what you did yesterday or what's behind you you just need to keep going forward mm-hmm. right take one, today's a sunny day right doesn't matter what to, you know time doesn't stop for anybody it's you true. know, what doesn't, doesn't matter what your sorrow or grief is. No one's going to stop and mm-hmm. take notice. Everybody keeps moving forward. Time doesn't stop. So you can't stop either.
1: That's true. I always love that, another, Jerry.
2: Always another day.
1: <laughs> Amen to that. Jerry, thank you so, so much for your time today. And well, once again, to thank you. To know you.
2: appreciate the talk for a little bit. Sorry I talked too much.
1: No, you did not talk too much. It's a podcast. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Fair enough. Don't even worry about it. And awesome. um, I'll be at Shareholders and XPCON So if you're out there, make sure to reach that's out. me. next people. month
2: in June, right?
1: That's in uh, June. Yeah. Coming up. Hey, I
2: should be there. I will be there. Okay. Like, oh, why not? You guys are paying me to go. Why wouldn't I go?
1: Heck yeah. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> like, I don't even get it. Like you guys are paying me to go to this one and the mm-hmm. one in Vegas. Like, why wouldn't I go? You're going to give me a couple thousand in shares. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. On my so, way. Okay.
2: Yeah exactly right.
1: <laughs> I love that. Jerry thank you so so much for we'll your time. You today. It's been a pleasure and yeah we'll we'll get connected there.
2: You bet. Have so. a great
1: day. Bye. Be